and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is our Dell Technologies Partner Program podcast, and I'm Cheryl Cook. And today I'm delighted to welcome our Senior Vice President of our Latin American channel business, Alvaro Camarina. Hi, Alvaro. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello, Cheryl. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to be here too. And you and I have had the great fortune of working closely together here over the last several years as we've just expanded our partner business. And I have to say for everyone, I always have the most fun around the Latin American partner community and your channel team and the sales team. The energy is just always contagious. So I'm really happy to have you join us here. So for the audience, we announced pretty recently that we formed an international division for the channel and your very own Diego has taken the helm of that. And I know that as a channel leadership team, we've always worked pretty closely together, but maybe share for the team a little bit about your priorities and goals in Latin America and how the new international structure is enabling best practices and how that's helping your business. Sure, Cheryl. So let let me start by saying that I love what I do. I'm thrilled to be in the channel business. And you and the global team are always welcome in Latin America. We we have fun when you you visit us also. So let me tell you how is it going and, and a little bit of the context. We think that technology has never been more important. When I try to remember a time when we had so many relevant trends happening at the same time, I can't find that time because just to give you an example, I'll say some words like big data, cloud, machine learning, artificial intelligence, internet of things, edge, software defined, et cetera, et cetera. All these things are happening at the same time, all being very relevant. And I think technology will play a key part in rebuilding the Latin American economies, given the situation. And so it's great that we are in an industry that will be a driver of the recovery everywhere. And more than ever, customers everywhere need a trusted advisor, which is a partner, partner of our family of partners. So I think combining that with the news of the new international organization is all good news because we have now a new leader in Diego Magdalani, which is focused in international markets which in some cases have differences that need to be addressed. So it's really encouraging. I've worked with Diego in the past many years. He's a great leader. He knows the business in and out. And he in Latin America will be for sure an extra benefit for all the partner community who knows him. So I'm very thrilled about that. And we still see a lot of opportunities given the situation, the recoveries, and that technology has never been more important. I think we're full of opportunities with our partners. We're thrilled and we're ready to do that. I think you said it well. The world needs more technology now, not less. And I share your view. For our international partners, having Diego elevated into this role, one is an investment in just our resourcing and our channel coverage, but Two, he's been a president of a regional sales model, so he really understands not just the strategy, but the direct engagement with our partner community. He's so well-respected internally, so beyond just a lot of fun, he's super smart, well-connected, and well-respected, and I just think it's going to help us go faster 
And for the longest time, he's been the biggest advocate of not everything we build for the United States translates effectively globally. So he's a big advocate to really ensure that we're driving the most relevant strategies, programs, engagement, and decisions where we are, right, in your region and other international regions. So I think it's actually a big step forward, and hopefully our partners are beginning to see that already. I think he's bringing that view of his previous role, and we're already seeing the benefits in our weekly meetings, our weekly calls. He's bringing the comprehensive view, and we're starting to walk in a direction that's going to be very good for everyone in the international market. We are starting to work in best practices. He's also working in some new ways to see the business. So I'm very, very encouraged by what we have ahead. So, and as you said, Diego is fun, he's smart, and he knows the business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. None of us probably thought in the early weeks and months of this pandemic that we would be in the circumstances we are for as long as it looks like we're going to be. And we saw a lot of our partners helping our mutual customers with work from home solutions, remote education, business continuity. As we've kind of settled in and you're working side by side with your partners, what are you hearing from them? What are the strategic areas where you think it represents a phenomenal opportunity for the partners where we need their help? And where would we say they should be focusing right now? What are you hearing? It's a very good question, Cheryl, because they are telling us many things and we're also thinking in how they should perform going forward. So let me give you some ideas. They are telling us that they love the relationships we have, especially in the past six to eight months. Those relationships have become stronger. We, we were very close and they welcomed the way we stayed together. I was inspired by the way they reacted to the situation. It wasn't only the situation per se, it was currency devaluations all over the place, some of them 30, 35%. So the world took a different direction in, in a few days. And it was inspiring to see how we together could manage the situation. We're actually having a great start of the second half. So they are telling us that besides the usual things like predictability of engagement, which means working together in account plans, enablement, financing options, flexible schemes, etc., they are seeing the opportunities too. They are welcoming the power store launch in storage, which is one of the areas where we think they should be focusing on. They are welcoming all the needs that the digital transformation is creating in their customers. And so I think some of the aspects where we think the partners that win in the future have to be, as you said, Cheryl, being resilient, agile, they need to have strong, intimate relationships with their customers and they have to be strategic thinkers. We're seeing more and more of that We're also seeing, and they are telling us that more partner partnering, which means two or more partners collaborating in a given deal, in a given solution. We're seeing this more and more every week, and we are helping them work together, in some cases, even across countries. 
So mm-hmm. that's great. And so one thing that I tell them all the time is the first thing you can do is transform yourself. If you do that as a partner, it's going to be a lot easier to do it with your customers. And they are doing it right now. So they have a great portfolio from Dell Technologies, which they can use. And it's like a menu, I tell them, where they can choose where they want to focus. And some of them are using the full portfolio end-to-end. So part of the homework they have is to define how and where they want to play. The good news is it's all here, with Dell Technologies. And they know that. They are thankful for that. And so it's a great time to be a partner, Cheryl. I see it. The technology will get more and more important every day. So it's great to have this ecosystem of partners, a family of partners, as, as I call them. So great time to be in, in this partnership, Cheryl. Well, you know, I think you're right. And we've been advocating and promoting candidly for some time that we actually think the breadth of our portfolio, the scale of our company, the degree of R&D and investment we at Dell Technologies are making is a benefit for the partners to embrace and lean into. And I think given the current climate and circumstances in spite of the fact that we've all been impacted and locked down by a pandemic, in Q2, we launched nine new product releases in nine weeks. So the commitment, the level of investment, the level of innovation we continue to bring to the market is unwavering. So we're not taking our foot off the gas. And I do agree with you that I think the partners are realizing that. And I also think the way we've shown up in this pandemic and these challenging times is we're a company with leadership and Michael Dell and ELT that are very compassionate leaders. They're caring leaders. They're empathetic. And it's all about how do we help, not how do we capitalize on the moment. And I think that's resonating actually as a partner to our partners as well. Absolutely. When we talk about just our leadership, each of us have had to do a little reflecting. And I think it's obvious that this is a pretty reflective period in all of our lives on how we stay connected to our teams, how we're leaning into being available and accessible and appreciative that everyone's home dynamic is a little different. I've been describing this pandemic as the great equalizer because it has all of us in the exact same circumstance around the world. Everybody's figuring out how to work from home and There's so many inspirational examples of people just embracing the change management. Maybe talk a little bit about what have you learned or how are you engaging and what from a leadership perspective have you had to just embrace here in the last six, eight months? Yeah, Charlie, it's it's actually my favorite topic. I was lucky enough in early March, it was right before COVID really started to hit the Americas, that I took a course called the reflective leader. The timing couldn't have been better. So I think leadership is incredibly important anytime, but maybe these past few months even more. So I'm a believer in that everyone can lead, no matter where they sit on the table, no matter the role. Leadership is not a title or a role, it's a decision. So when I think about leadership in these circumstances, there are three key words that come to mind, one of them is trust, which by the way, in a channel business, we can do many things, but without trust, we're going nowhere. 
So I agree part, with that. part of the way I see my role is to build trust with partner community. So trust is one. The second one is authenticity. It's a must. It's not enough just to be a leader. We need to be authentic leaders. And then the third word is, is purpose. If we also have a purpose, a clear purpose, like we do at Dell Technologies, we have a clear purpose, which is create technologies that drive human progress. But if we as leaders have it, then our job will be a lot easier. I think some of the lessons is that you need to be in touch with your stakeholders more often than before. We need to be transparent and empower people. I mean, everyone wants to have an impact in whatever they do, and we need to keep listening a lot. We don't have to assume things. Sometimes we need to be super explicit, like, I expect you to take vacations. I expect you to disconnect after certain hours of the day. And, and one of the most important things, I believe in leveraging the strengths of a person, not the areas of opportunity, not the weaknesses, but the strengths. And I think as leaders, the more we can help put people in their sweet spot, in those spaces where they are at their best, leveraging their strengths and doing well, we will have done our job. And finally, I think optimism. I loved a quote from Nick Tasler, who talked to our partner community a few weeks ago. And he said, in the history of humankind, successful adaptation to radical changes is the norm. It's not the exception. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we need to lead with optimism, but I'm a true believer in being authentic. Being authentic means you are the same person no matter where you are, at home, at work, wherever you are, and especially in this situation where the lines between work and home are, are no longer visible, it's even more important. So this is a topic that I love. Leadership couldn't be more important than it is now. Well, absolutely. Well, that speaks to me because I share your view. I'm all about being authentic and you're a fabulous leader and we're grateful to have you. And we have a fabulous leadership team. And I think Michael said it best on one of our all hands that while we're apart, in many ways, we've never been more connected. Right. And it really has fostered and created the humanitarian side in all of us, right? It used to be you yes. were nervous if your dog was in the video conference. Now it's like we're meeting everyone's children and their dogs, exactly. and their family and their spouses. Right. And it just connects us all, right? It just yeah. kind of disarms us a little bit. And we can foster that trust you're talking about, I think, in a more authentic kind of transparent way. So I'm an optimist as well. All of us are eager for the opportunity to get back and see each other in person again. We know this will end and we'll come out the other side, but I think all of us are witnessing and living now that we've been describing the speed of change, the pace of our industry, the pace of digital transformation, and wow, right? This is just accelerating what was already fast. And I think it's not for the faint of heart, right? We got to embrace these new capabilities, technologies, and open our minds a little bit to leverage the capabilities. And to your point, these disruptions like we're going through are going to do nothing but open opportunities, candidly. Yeah. And I think you said it at the top of the call too, that we happen to be uniquely positioned from a timing perspective 
with the confluence of these technology trends that were already underway, 5G, cloud computing, artificial intelligence. So you had that already underway at the backdrop that, as I've said, I think the pandemic has had a way of just accelerating everybody's personal change management, our willingness to lean into some of that. And I think it will catapult us all, frankly, to a better place faster on the other side. I couldn't agree more, Cherry. And that reminds me that our goal is to become the essential technology company for the data era. And that's the same way I view what the goal should be for our partners. Just they need to do that with their customers, but completely agree, Cheryl. Absolutely. And we continue to see just inspirational work all over the place, right? That our partners are doing to help their communities and to help local schools and to help just those frontline caregivers and the healthcare. I mean, it's just unbelievable inspiration on what we're seeing. So as we wrap up, I'll kind of shift gears a little bit. And I always like to do this to all my friends. So for all those listening, tell us a fun fact about you. What might not be on your resume? What wouldn't we or some of your colleagues know that would be a fun fact about Alboro? Well, I don't know if it's a fun fact, but probably not well known to many, but Cheryl, I would have loved to be a professional baseball player. My father used to play at a professional level and I could throw 90 miles per hour when I was 20. I can't do that anymore, but sports are part of what I like a lot. Either a baseball player or an NFL coach, I would be kind of, if I'm born again, I will try to get there. And also, I'm planning on writing a book, Cheryl, about the Mexican or Latin culture and the U.S. one, based on my experience of living, studying, working in both regions. I think there are some fascinating facts about those two cultures, and I'm planning on writing about it. If I had to choose a fun fact, Cheryl, my wife and I have four kids. Pablo is 22, Diego is 20, Alvaro is 18, and then Sofia is about to be six. But the fun part is that Pablo is red hair, Diego is blonde, and Alvaro has brown hair. And I was traveling a lot, so <laughs> I, pref- I prefer not to think about that a lot. <laughs> Well, you have a beautiful family and a delightful wife. So I know they're all very proud. And the one silver lining to these current circumstances is you get to spend a lot more time with your family. So that's great. Well, I'll tell you, Alvaro, it's always a pleasure. It's a delight, my friend. And another fun fact I'll share for everybody, given that you started with sports, is we're both avid Dallas Cowboy fans. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't remind me these days, but it's yes. It's not a good time, but yeah, we are. <laughs> we're avid Cowboy fans. That's right. Cowboy well, forever, yes. I appreciate you being here so much. Thank you to you and your entire team, and thanks for all you do for our partners. Thank you, Charlie. My pleasure. Well, thank you again, Alvaro, and our partners for joining the Partner Connection. We hope you're enjoying this podcast and please reach out with any feedback and be sure to join us in the next couple of weeks for our next episode. Until then, be safe and stay well. 